You are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast edition here on Westwood One, powered by CRTV. And I, I am a moron. More on that in a moment. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. And the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E, Todd and Aaron are here with me as well. We just wrapped up production for today's CRTV show. Todd, give the audience a little preview of what's coming their way. I've got to catch my breath for a second. I, I've heard a lot of intros to the Steve Day show, but that that level of falling on your sword is uh, humility. Good Goodness. Uh, let's see. What did we do? Just calling balls and strikes, brother. Just that, calling balls and strikes. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't. I think you're being a little hard on yourself there. Uh, I think uh, what's notable. Oh, the press is magical and not at all broken. As always, Aaron. Oh, mercy. Uh, Daniel Horowitz was all sunshine and daisies today, um, as always. And um, I, I think our, our audience will will want to be refreshed and uplifted. And if he doesn't do it for you, then I'm sure today's montage will. Well, if you want to subscribe to CRTV uh, to watch today's show, if you are uh, accordingly uh, enticed, Steve, use my name as a promo code, DACE. Just my last name, Dace, at CRTV.com. CRTV.com, promo code Dace, will get you a discounted subscription. CRTV.com, promo code Dace, how discounted, has a quarter a day. That's all it will cost to watch our show and uh, and every show. The great one, Mark Levin, on down. CRTV.com, promo code Dace. Okay, so, pardon me. I, I am a moron, guys. We made this big announcement yesterday. And I took like 15 minutes to explain it here on the podcast. Yeah, see. Lots of moving parts. Lots. Yeah, yeah, and Todd originally thought that I was being too hard on myself. And now when he realizes why I said I'm a moron, he realizes that I'm not. Um, you know, my maybe my favorite line in The Last Jedi is when Luke Skywalker says, after Kylo Ren goes on this like convicting rant, and he looks at him and says, Amazing. Every, everything you just said is exactly wrong, right? <laughs> so everything I told you yesterday is exactly wrong. It's it's actually much simpler. And I don't I don't know how I missed this. You know, I I probably had about eighty conversations about the uh partnership that we announced yesterday between CRTV and the Blaze for our show here. I, I've probably had about eighty conversations. You know, the last six weeks while we put this together, several of them with you guys, right? Um, and, and then I apparently, reading comprehension, another one of my weaknesses, because I must have missed it. I, I mean, I review everything, word, every word of everything before I ever sign my name to something. I, I missed it there as well. So we get off the air yesterday and 
our management, one of our uh, uh, members of the management here at CRTV is pleading with me to put something on social media because there's this presumption we're leaving CRTV and a bunch of our CRTV subscribers are like, what's going on? So I put something on the Facebook wall, which is essentially a, a, a transcript of what we opened up this podcast with to announce yesterday, right? And our executive editor at CRTV, Gaston, calls me up and he's like, dude, that's exactly wrong. Okay. So here's the partnership, guys. It's, it's much simpler. If you're a CRTV subscriber right now, you don't need to do anything. Nothing will change. Except you'll just get twice the show you were getting before. It's really more like four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that. Actually, my math sucks too. Now that's that's something else. <laughs> I'm here for you. Ah, uh, my IQ's dropping. We're four minutes in. So our, our typical CRTV show right now is about thirty to forty minutes. It's it's now going to be a full two hours every day, a full two hours. So if you're a subscriber to CRTV, you don't have to change anything, and you're actually going to get now more content for your money than what you were paying before. If you subscribe to The Blaze, you're going to get to watch us do the CRTV show in real time as we're producing it. Right? So we just got done producing today's CRTV show. We, on Come Monday, if you were a Blaze subscriber, you would get to watch us as we do this in real time live for CRTV. You'll get to watch us live. And then if... You know, and I get it, man. People have tight budgets. You can't afford everything. If you just want the free podcast that we do, you're going to get the podcast of that two-hour show. You're going to get it once it's already been posted and, and put out there. You'll get the archived audio podcast of this that you're already subscribing to on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, Spotify. You're still going to get that after we're done every day. And again, instead of the t- uh, our audio podcast is usually around 45 minutes a day. Yeah. Now it's going to be a full two hours. So essentially the blaze is going to syndicate this show from CRTV. And there's a lot of benefits. I it, know a lot of people, people miss the, the, some of the, you know, just the breaks and the feel of a radio show. People miss that. Um, and we also, when we do it live, you can listen to it live as yep. well. At theblaze.com, you can just listen to it live for free. Yep. And if you, if, you, if you can't afford the subscription again, you can listen to the audio live for free at theblaze.com as we are recording the show for CRTV. Yeah. That's it. We'll take callers too sometimes. Yeah. It'll be like, it'll, yeah, it'll be great. So essentially, in order to obtain... This big new syndication network, we agreed to expand the show. And so it's like we just picked up a major affiliate, right? It's like New York City came to us and said, hey, if you do another hour that fits into our broadcast schedule, we will send it, we'll pick up your show as an affiliate. And that's essentially what the Blaze did. They, so the CRTV said, hey, what do you guys want? The Blaze said, we need another hour. And so CRTV said, let's do another hour. That's it. I think I have it right now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So to recap, if you are a CRTV subscriber, don't change anything. You're going to get everything that you liked about our show that you were already subscribing to. You're just going to get a lot more of it now. You're going to get a two-hour show every day. If you are a Blaze subscriber, you're going to get to watch us 
as we do the show for CRTV live in real time via the Blaze. If you can't afford a subscription to either place, you can listen to it live from noon to two as we're doing it at theblaze.com. Or if you just prefer to get the podcast when it gets posted later in the day, just sit around and wait for that to go up on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play later in the day, right into your current you know, podcast or RSS feed, and it'll show up like it always had before. And again, you'll just get more of the content you are already getting every day. That's it. Did I get it right this time? Yes. On my 81st attempt. Hey. Hey, that 81st attempt is the is the charm. You've got to like get I always up say. pretty early in the morning yeah. to slip one past Steve Dace. Yep. All right? It's, but, but you're so used to having to... Un, I mean, every story that comes our way is some uh, piece of garbage with a bow wrapped around it, and you have to like... It, and this was just like... There's actually, it's hard to believe that there's not garbage inside a package you're given, you know? I think that's all that was. You just, you, you, you had to believe on some level that there was a bunch of pieces involved that weren't really there. I mean, I think we've all been programmed to that extent. So we'll just keep rocking and rolling. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, essentially, you know, the prince said, I will swim the moat. I will slay the dragon in order to win your affection. And the princess was over here like, uh, all you had to do was ask. <laughs> right? So yesterday I went on this 15-minute explanation. No, that's it's all wrong. It's all wrong. I think now we have it right. And so this begins on Monday, and we are all very excited. So theblaze.com, if you want to watch it live from noon to 2 Eastern time, or if you're a CRTV subscriber, stay right where you are. You'll get the same show right about the same time, maybe even a little earlier then you were already getting it. You're just going to get more of it. We're done here. We're good, right? Preach. We're done. Okay. Let's begin. Let's play some buy, sell, or hold. This is where our producer, Aaron, each Wednesday, and yes, one of the questions I've gotten a lot, we love the segments you guys do each each day on the podcast. Are you going to do that on this show? Yes. We're essentially going to merge the two shows' content now. All right, we're going to merge them into one show. And so we are going to play buy, sell, or hold every Wednesday. We're going to do Theology Thursday every Thursday. Just now, the Blaze's massive audience is going to get a chance to hear and watch some of the stuff that we do uh, every single week as well. All right, so if you're a frequent listener to the podcast, you know the rules. Aaron puts out a proposition. It may be from his conscience or imagination. Often, though, he will just take the easy way out and mooch off of the audience and read us yours instead. Todd and I will decide, are we buying that? Are we selling that? Note, or are we holding it? You are allowed one hold per episode. But if it's for any reason other than this is just such a lame proposition, I can't bear to dignify it with an answer. The dude code calls for you to be mercilessly mocked, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, no subject, by the way, is off limits. It you just it can't be dumb. Just don't be dumb. Oh, there were there uh, there were a couple this week that were off limits or yeah, dumb that that were off limits. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. Aaron, you may begin. Um, did you say that I sometimes move, mooch off the audience? Yes. No, that's like. <laughs> It's like every week, man. 
Uh, we'll start with uh, the segment that's um, sponsored by Constantinos Roditis, who, by the way, got the most votes of any Republican in the United States as he runs for California controller. Hey. Um, and, and, and this show is going to take some of the credit. Oh, we're taking all the credit. raising his name oh, ID. I've, I've already, Absolutely. I've already told him to his face we're taking all the credit. Um, with the Steve Day Show expanding to a two-hour show, it's like getting your show for about 12.5 cents per day instead of a quarter per day. Bye. That's yes. very true. Yeah. And actually, if we were doing about 40 minutes on average, and now it's going to be, and there'll be some ads in there, obviously, now. Okay. So let's say with the commercial breaks, it's maybe an hour and 45 minutes. So you're getting, that's close to like 130% more yes. content. So we're probably down in the eight to nine cent yeah. uh, range a day. So our value is believe, decreasing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got to believe Chris Rock from I'm going to get you, sucker. I got to believe we're worth nine cent. I got to believe how much for one rib? I got to believe Tower worth nine cents. That's the kind of bean counting you want controlling in California. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Uh, Tecmo Super Bacon says Cocaine Mitch would not have used the nuclear option for Gorsuch or Kavanaugh if Harry Reid had not used it in 2013. Bye. bye. Absolute bye. The most self owning tweet in the history of Twitter. Yep. And I can't think of a close second. Is, is Harry Reid jumping on Twitter in 2013? To say thank you to all the people thanking him for ending the judicial filibuster the last time the Democrats were in control. And I I was not the only one that went back and pulled that tweet out and shared it over the weekend. That is the most self-owning tweet in the history of Twitter. It's cost them now not one but two Supreme Court seats. So not to mention the really cool name. You referenced Bacon and Super Tecmo. Yeah. Dude, I want to be your friend, number one. But not only do you have a cool avatar name, your analysis is bullseye prescient, Todd. Yeah, and I, I buy, but I do. I actually, gen, just like with Lindsey Graham, I genuinely thank him. His motivations may have been entirely off, um, but uh, it was actually, the uh, by default, it was the right thing to do. Um, I love this. Speaking of analysis, we're going to take this one in three parts just because I think it's so good. Okay. Uh, this is all has to do with the next Avengers. Uh, this is from Tailforth. A major theme in Avengers 4 will be the failure of Thanos' philosophy. Instead of utopia, civilization is thrown into anarchy. He will look not upon a grateful universe, but one broken by his hand. So that's one part. It's funny. I have to go to Dallas now because of this deal. I have been summoned. Uh, by Mr. Beck to Dallas. And so I'm going to be on the blaze on his show uh, on Friday morning, live, down in Dallas. So I won't be here for the Dace Group taping Friday morning now. My prediction this Friday was going to address where you're going with this right now. Hmm. Okay? And I'm going to sell what he just said. All right? Are you okay over there? <laughs> Something tastes weird with my coffee. It's probably because I poured it seven o'clock this morning and I'm uh, still drinking it. It's and it's two thirty. Yeah, yeah. It was seven and a half hours ago. Yeah, might have something to do with it. Yeah. Does coffee go flat like pop? I don't know. I've never drank it. It depends on what kind of crap you put in it. I didn't put any. Oh, crap then in that's. It. I don't put any crap in my coffee. What kind of? Well, I wanted to make sure that's troubling. And then no frou frou for you. Yeah. Regular coffee should not go flat. Okay, but I don't want to spoil it, so we're going to get to the end of your three parts because this goes right to what I was going to predict on Friday for the Dace Group, which I will bring up in this conversation now since it just came up. But my, I'm going to sell on the very first part. 
Go ahead, Todd. Buying or selling? I think I will sell. I, I, I think it I think it will be utopian on some level. Uh, akin to the Matrix, how at the first design of the Matrix was more utopian and it didn't work. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll sell. Part two. Okay, so you're you're going to buy this? Which one? I, I'm agreeing so, with Steve. So you're agreeing, so you're selling? Yeah. So the, he's basically saying that uh, the fruit of Malthusian ethics is going to be a major theme of this. Of this, uh, I I agree well. that it will be. But you don't I, agree with the specifics. I, I don't agree with the way he's going to approach it. What, what's Correct. the rest of his assessment? All right. So the bonus will be you guys will both sell on this. He'll admit this by the end. He'll admit that uh, his philosophy was sell. failed. Sell. Okay. Here's what I think is going to happen, and man, I want to be wrong. Okay. I want I there have been few predictions I have made on the Dace Group Roundtable that I'm making two days in advance today. There are a few predictions I have made that I have wanted to be more wrong about than this one. But reading all the tea leaves of where Marvel is going, oh. here's what I think is gonna happen. I, I think Malthusian ethics is going to be affirmed by the next Mar- Avengers movie. Oh, no. And the debate, what's going to happen is people went on there. I think they're going to fast forward 5, 10, 15 years. There'll be a time jump. And society has moved on. Forgotten. The, the people that were, lo- that were lost to history were either forgotten or, or maybe even never existed. And so the average person doesn't even know what they missed. Uh, there, and it, it's a tease of similar to um, what, when, when, when Thanos says to Gamora, hey, have you seen what's happened to your planet since I did this? You've got Kevin Smith and other prominent fanboys out there are, prom- are making the case the last few months that Thanos is the hero. They're gonna, the, the dilemma of the Avengers is going to be that they feel compelled to go back and undo what Thanos did. But the reality is the world is quite happy having fewer people, having this mass loss of population, et cetera, because more for me. And that, and the dilemma will be, rather than throwing Malthusian ethics and Margaret Sanger under the bus, and what got me thinking about this was something I watched yesterday, and then we talked to Phelan McAleer, who wrote the book on Gosnell that is, was turned into the movie that's coming out this week. And remember what he said about the trial? When he said the prosecutor was so adamant about not letting this produce a broad-based statement that abortion is murder, that they nearly let Kermit Gosnell get away with everything by pointing out that there's there's clean, healthy abortions, and then there's what Gosnell did, and the line between the two was such a was such a thin thread that they they almost pre, they almost preemptively made the case that Gosnell was innocent, and and I think. I hope I'm wrong, man. I want to be wrong. But we got Kevin Feige out there saying, we're going to make movies about Muslim superheroes. See, I don't have a problem with making a movie about a Muslim superhero. It's just the Muslim superhero he wants to make a movie about, no one cares about. And the only reason you'd make a movie about her is to get your three-point uh, you know, uh, helmet sticker on the intersectionality scale. That won't be a $200 million movie. I don't care who they put in it. There's just not interest in her as a character. She's a minor, 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 minor character. And and all the boxes and everything else they're trying to check for... So, I think they've made their money and they're now going to earn their social justice warrior points. 
And I think the dilemma in the next Avengers film is that Thanos was right from a certain point of view. And there is dissension within the Avengers about whether to go back and undo what he did because some Avengers see that the world is, is actually a better place than it was. I hope I'm wrong. But that was going to be my prediction for the Dace Group on Friday. Well, I agree with that in part. That's what I meant. There's going to be a level of utopianism settled in, but the the warts are going to be coming no matter how much time is taking place. And I think the time jump is interesting, but it's it it's going to be clear on some level uh, to those who have you know figured it out or understand the long game, or the, or, or at the very least the principled game that this is it's it it's a lie. It's it, people are drugged. It may seem like it's working, but it may seem like it's working when you're on. Crack I hope and they do that. Good. I don't think they will. I hope I, I see. I, that's sort of the Matrix thing he's alluding to. I hope do you, I. I hope they do that. I don't think they're going to. Final proposition: the final fight will not be against him, meaning Thanos. Um, yeah, it will be against him. They, they can't have them fighting each other over team Malthusian because they've already done the civil war it, it, the final battle will be against him in some way well, shape or form now though here's where you're defending you it it might be against those who are addicted to the new reality who want meaning Thanos has converts and well, they join team Thanos like essentially mo- perhaps most people most people decided oh I'll have this utopian existence that is a fraud you know it's a faux utopia, but they're drugged. They're addicted to it. They're with the, what other coverts? It's an idiocracy on some level. And so, yeah, the, the Avengers ultimately might be fighting uh, people that used to, however many years ago, would have believed in the Avengers, but they've basically been coddled in, into kissing the ring of Thanos. So I, I, I think there's something there. I think that only happens if your theory occurs. Yeah, see, look at this. is interesting. That there's you, some uh, sort of matrix, ma- ma- matrixian, matrixian, you know, delusion that the causes the people to side with Thanos and in the end, the Avengers end up having to fight some of, uh, you know, uh, some people that they've defended in the past. I think, I think that only happens actually if your theory occurs is what I think. Gen X conservative says Nikki Haley will replace Mike Pence as VP for the 2020 election. Sell, sell, sell. Dennis Whitworth says Trump will be a one-term president. Hold. Why are you going to hold? Because I I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so, in this cycle. I just can't. I have no idea. It's so just here's my. You're right. Here's why. Here's my dilemma. I've said for three years, Trump versus a straw man. He's unbeatable. Trump on his own. Um, all the weaknesses come to light. So I'm what I'm trying to figure out is in my head. And this time I didn't punt to um, cop out. I was trying to give myself more time to think, and I was glad that you stepped in to do that. I'm trying to do the math in my head of who I think, because I don't think Cory Booker or Kamala Harris and those people are going to be the Democrat nominee. I think it's going to be somebody who's undefined politically. That can be, look at the ads they're running in Iowa. Have you noticed the ads they're running here locally? No, blessedly no. Okay, the ads they are they're they're pilfering um and and drowning our television screens in right now don't are rarely mention any issues. They talk about the fact this candidate this democratic candidate's a teacher. 
This Democratic candidate works for a nonprofit. This Democratic candidate is a veteran. Okay, they're they're trying to you know what's the line from Batman uh, from Batman Begins, you know what's um, you know what's what 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 do you call an incorruptible symbol, a legend, mm-hmm. Mr. Wayne? They're trying to create themselves as incorruptible symbols. They're not talking issues. They're not they're not running on rainbow jihad and tranny rights and uh, you know they're not running on that stuff for the most part. So. They want. They're trying to create themselves as these are young, new, young candidates. Most of them are female, and I'm guessing you a lot around the country. You're probably in a, if you live in a swing state, you're probably seeing a lot of this exact same uh, pattern. Uh, mostly female, little to no previous political experience, so that they're more of a moving target. You can't just immediately say they're Nancy Pelosi's communist minion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think it's far more likely the next democratic presidential nominee is going to be a person like that. Cause I think all the politicos we're talking about are all going to be over in this lane over here, feasting on one another. I think Cory Booker and Kamala Harris and that whole group and Elizabeth Warren, they're going to be over here annihilating each other, driving each other's negatives way up. Because they're going to see Trump as beatable and they're going to think there's a mass opening to the White House, which leaves an opening for somebody to come from the outside. Similar to what we saw Trump do in the Republican primary with a, with, a, with a convoluted field. And so I'm trying to do the odds in my head. Are the odds greater that he's impeached, resigns, just doesn't want to do this anymore, and loses, or that he wins? And I think math's really close, actually. So I won't hold because you did. I'm going to buy that he'll only be a one-term president because I think it's like 5149 that there's more ways for him not to be in office in 2021 than there are for him to be in office in 2021. But I think it's because for all the reasons you are holding, it's really close and murky, man. Yeah. Now, if I'm wrong in the kind of candidate I think the Democrats will nominate from the outside does not emerge... And it is one of these people, the Booker, Harris, Warren's over here. Oh, the odds of Trump winning re-election are going to go way up. Yes. Way up. Because they're going to have all the baggage of being politicians. And they won't be as good at the troll game as Trump will be. You know, if you put Trump next to somebody with a damaged brand versus his damaged brand, he's going to go lower and more damaged than you. Yes. Okay? Every time. If you put him up against somebody who's a pure symbol, that's a tougher fight for him to do that with. Okay, and so is there a Jeff Bezos or kind of a figure, um, you know, Mark Cuban, somebody like that, that they could and and Mark Cuban's in trouble right now with the NBA. So his social justice warrior points are on the wane. But you guys know what I'm trying to say. Somebody like that that doesn't have built in political baggage that Trump can attack. So I heart tribalism says Alabama's Tua Tango Viola will be the first Heisman Trophy quarterback candidate with the fewest number of passes thrown, completions, and fourth quarter snaps in history. I think this is a great observation. Yeah, I, I, I agree about the fourth quarter snaps. I don't know about the other stuff, because you got to remember all the years, guys, we had like wishbone quarterbacks. And less games. Triple option quarterbacks and less mm-hmm. games. I mean, I get the, but I get the, the spirit of yeah. what he is saying, I agree with. I just don't know that, you know, all these years, I mean, we had years where, you know, uh, Johnny Lujak at Notre Dame is going to win the Heisman Trophy through 100 passes all year. Let's the, say in the last, um, since the turn of the century. Well, Lujak played in the 40s. How about, if, if, we'll, if we want to say since 1980, 
Sure. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. I might buy that. I was thinking about it anyways. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't thinking okay. about what's going on. If you want to say in the 65. modern era, I will yeah. buy into that. Yeah. Here's the thing to keep in mind. He has to come back next year. He's only a sophomore. He's not eligible for the draft. I mean, when you look at how fast and quick his decision making is now, what do you think it's going to be a year from now when he's had an entire season to digest college defenses, man? It's it's going to be it's going to look like playing on the lowest level of a Madden. While you've got you got the computer AI in the lowest level, while you're at the highest, it's he's already filthy. And I think this he. We talked about this a while. Well, it was before the season even started. But I, I think the story now is how uh, how magnanimous Nick Saban actually was. I mean, yeah, there's a learning curve, but uh, he stuck with his guy Jalen Hurt for a long time. I think just out of uh, uh, respect Agreed. for him into the program. But listen, this guy clearly was the guy. I hey, mean, but you're 28 to 10 or whatever it was at halftime of the national championship yeah, yeah. game, and it's clear that. You, you've got to throw the ball downfield to come back, and that's not his game, and he forced his hand, but he gave him every moment until then. And by the way, for the most part, Jalen Hurts played pretty well. We forget, dude was the SEC Offensive Player of the Year as a true freshman. He led Alabama down the field against Clemson in that national championship game and scored what should have, what, what typically would have been a winning touchdown with less than a minute left. We keep forgetting that, right? The, other, the problem is the other side had Deshaun Watson, a generational quarterback for their school well, and, and there came back and came back at the end. And, and, and I think that's the debt. That's the difference between a really good college quarterback and somebody who is generationally special. And that is the, probably the difference between Jalen hurts and Tua Tonga Vailoa next year. Jalen hurts is going to be at Texas or Florida or UCLA. One of those kinds of schools or Michigan. Uh, no, 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 Michigan doesn't run their offense. He's going to need to be at a place with a spread offense. He's going to be at one of those kinds of schools. I'd say Nebraska might be on the list. A school that's going to run, where he's going to run a lot of that zone read. And we're going to sit here a year from now. We're going to be like, man, remember how good Jalen, remember how we forgot how good Jalen Hurts is? Because he's going to be in more of a system where he gets to make more plays with his legs, which, you know, at, at, at those schools, that's what they're looking for. All right, hate the blah, blah, blah. Back to superheroes here. Um, in a fight between Marvel characters, the winner is, let's take these rapid fire one by one, Spider-Man defeats Deadpool. Bye. I I still, I'm, I'm unclear based on the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool and the one that was in the Wolverine. Like, what, what are his skills? What can he do? He I basically don't... can't be hurt. And he's like a super mercenary. He's like he's he's a he's a he's a takeoff of Deathstroke in the DC so universe. He can't be hurt, so isn't it? Don't I have to pick him over Spider Man? You can pick whoever you want, but I don't. I, I don't have like a principled position. I'm just I'm playing with Noah right now, the new Spider Man game for PS4. So and that is all kinds of incredible awesome sauce. So I'm all in on Spider Man right now. All right, Thor defeats Hulk. Sell. A bye. Ant Man defeats Iron Man. Sell, mm, sell. So. So. Um, Heimdall defeats Captain America. Heimdall's the keeper of the Rainbow Bridge. Ah, uh, okay, over there in Asgard, uh, defeats Captain America. Yeah, sell, so. sell. So. Captain Marvel defeats Thanos. Oh boy, that, is, so. that might be the movie right there. Sell. So. She'll give them a. She can't do it on her own. Yeah. But her, they, her, her power with the power they already have gives them a chance. But she couldn't beat them one on one. No, sell. So. 
The Hulk is the most powerful hero figure in the Marvel Universe. The Hulk is. Uh, Ogden defeats any challenger. Who? Ogden, most powerful character in the Marvel Universe, according to Hate the Blah Blah Blah. Never heard of him. Neither have I. <laughs> what? I don't know who Ogden is. What? I don't know who that is. Are we being trolled? I've just, I don't know. I've, I've lost my fanboy points. I'm I don't gonna, know. I've literally never heard the name Ogden. I'm going to have to Google it now. Ogden. All right. Uh, Oregon Redskins says, with the college basketball bribery case in court right now, over under. Um, so let's say if you are going over, that's a buy. Under is a sell. Two teams will get national championships with an asterisk or fully revoked. Because of the college basketball scandal? Yep. So he's putting the number at two. So if you're buying that, means you're going over two if you sell under two. I'm going over two. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'd like for you to be right. Sell, though. All right. Todd Saffel says someone will email a nasty note complaining about the new Blaze format. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. We all hate. We are all creatures of habit and hate change. So bye. Yeah. Dace, I'll give you 10 bucks if for the opening segment you do nothing but sit there and uh, relax with a cough drop. <laughs> Welcome, America! <laughs> Squish it around. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, Micah Don Arrington says, should be legal to throat punch any quote-unquote conservative talker pundit who, after ignoring Joe Miller, is now complaining about Murkowski. Uh, I agree punch. with the spirit, but a throat yeah. punch is a lethal gesture. Yes. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to sell. And you already, you just got done beating uh, John Kasich about, you, you got his punchable face. Show a little temperance, I think. <laughs> so I, I don't believe in, you know, lethal force in yes. this case, but I certainly have, have sympathy for the frustration in, in the sentiment overall. Let's sell. Agreed. Yeah. Rocco says, Man in the High Castle season three ended too abruptly. I've not watched it yet. This is you haven't watched, so this. I don't know. Right? I know my wife I and I just it. watched episode one of season two based on your Empire Strikes Back analogy. Yeah, I, I feel now I got to go back and watch season one. It's been too long. There's too much going on. I don't even remember what happened, man. Yeah. Luke Zimmerman says either Joe Manchin or Lisa Murkowski or both disaffiliate from their current political parties following the 2018 midterms. Sell. Sell. I think if Manchin was going to do it, he'd have done it before this election rather than risk losing, okay? Um, I mean, Murkowski's just a political sellout, so. Yeah, sell. This one from Pat Riot. Within a year, Kavanaugh will rule on a case that causes people like Don Lemon to say, quote, he's a man of integrity. Bye. He does the right thing. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It, Pat Ryan. Oh, uh, I will sell not because he's not going to rule on that kind of case because Don Lemon won't say that. Maybe that's going okay. I'm going to sell because that's going too far. If you had see, this is where you got to stay in your lane. Okay, don't overreach. Who was it that made this proposition? Pat Riot. All right, so Pat, if you had written to us and said a year within a year. The Don Lemons of the world have a, quote, strange new respect yes. for Brett Kavanaugh. We would all buy that, right? Yeah. But the whole fetting him for a man of integrity and stuff, they're never going there. Okay? They're, I so I, I agree that you, so I, Todd is right. That's going too far. Could they find themselves some strange new respect? Bye. 
Well, I already have okay. my answer, yeah. Uh, Bill Kindle says Nikki Haley runs for president after Democrats impeach Trump. At this point, it's a slight buy for me. Uh, sell. Sell. I don't believe the Republicans will lose the Senate, so I don't think he'll be removed from office. Um, although I don't think it's a guarantee that the Republicans would keep him as much as probably most people do, because he's not a typical Republican. But uh, I would still say the odds would heavily favor that they would. Um, I do believe she will run for president. I, I just don't think it's that imminent. Uh, Mandy says, Hillary runs in 2020. In case you haven't noticed, she's been all over the news lately doing it. She's always all over the news, Mandy. Uh, Hillary runs in 2020. Buy, sell. Sell. Yeah, sell. Sell. This is another good one. Bell Ringer says, unless the left backs off... Kanye West will appear on Alex Jones to promote Trump before the 2020 election. <laughs> I love that. Who is that? Uh, bell ringer. Sell only the Alex Jones part, but uh, Kanye, um, man, I, I don't pretend to know what drives the man, um, but there is just a, like, like Kavanaugh in the dock. I'm going to defend the honor of my wife. He's just like, I, I ain't going to be owned. I, I've had it. It, uh, I think it's I think it's kind of cool. I hope it keeps up, and it's the kind of thing you know. It, it, isn't this the kind of thing that you know, Steve? When you talk about the, the the votes of various demographics, and they don't you don't need that big of a swing percentage wise to change things. We may be talking about this election, perhaps as the Kanye West election. It's as reasonable as anything else. I don't want you to be right about that last part, but you are. Um, I'm going to buy that he's on Alice Jones because I I really want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott South says, between now and 2028, there will be an extended period of time, more than two years, with eight or fewer Supreme Court justices due to unfilled vacancies. Buy or sell, sell, sell. I will sell. Sell. Jacob Hibbard says, Bake the Cake Bigot becomes an official campaign slogan of the Democratic 2020 presidential <laughs> nominee. Um, Paraphrased, yes. Bye. Did you see what what um, Eric Holder said? Yeah. When they go low, kick him. Yeah. He said it. It's in. <laughs> uh, it's happening. Uh... See, here's where I'm torn. If it's if it's one of the people on that original Bovada list we talked about Friday, you're right. If I'm right that they're going to try and get somebody that is more of an impervious symbol, then the answer is no. So, because I'm going to operate under that theory until I'm proven wrong, I'm going to sell. He's already buying. He's already buying. A equals A says the eventual Democratic nominee for president will be the person with the courage to throw Hillary Clinton under the bus once and for all. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I think those several of them are going to do that. I I mean, I could see that being like an early litmus test in the Democratic primary for just about anybody. Um, So I'm going to sell because I, I don't think that's as momentous as people think it may be. Because here's the thing, Hillary Clinton is 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 around because they don't have another de facto leader right now. And 
Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are less popular than Donald Trump. Okay. And so if, if Hillary Clinton is occupying the space you want as the national face of the Democratic Party and you want to be the national face of the Democratic Party, who's got to go? Yeah. And that's going to be true for any of the names I just mentioned. Hey, and, hey, and, and ho, ho. One of them will get her endorsement and the rest won't. And guess what the rest who don't get her endorsement are going to want to do? Clubber. Hillary has got to go. So I'm going to sell. I'll sell. All right. Uh, G Chums says John Roberts becomes Anthony Kennedy 2.0. Isn't Bye. he already? Two- Bye. Anthony Kennedy. Bye. Bye. Agreed. Mm, F.U. Paladin says if the major political parties were infectious diseases, the GOP would be Ebola and the Dems would be the disease from 28 days later. So one is cataclysmic. And the other one is cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. Bye. Uh, I'm going to sell. To me, the the one with the, the GOP is crystal meth. Over a long course of time, it just eats away and deteriorates the person to the point that they are uh, misshapen. The complexion's gone. It looks like a totally different person, but you're still alive there. Um. And I agree with the analogy of who the Democrats are. That's a airborne, cataclysmic, doomsday, apocalyptic contagion. I agree with that. Anthony says, at least three members of Congress will give a shout out to Truth Bombs. Your new book. I'll buy that. How much have you read? <laughs> uh, I was here for most of the audiobook. You were. Uh, let, me think if I, let me think of members of Congress I know. Like, I could see Dave Bratt doing it. Thomas Massey just tweeted at you. I could see Massey day. doing it. Well, I could see Cruz, Massey. Shout out. Cruz. Just, Any? just uh, tweets, uh, Facebook, uh, filibuster on the Senate floor. I, I don't believe Cruz will do it. Oh, okay. Well. Now, there's a big battle in Cruz world right now about whether he needs to conform more to the system or... Stay on the narrow road. Of course. Road. This is and, what the system does to you. That's what you I said don't, I don't think from that, the beginning. I, you know... It'll happen I, to anybody. I, I think the conformity wing of Cruise World is going to say, hell no to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the book is called Truth Bombs for a reason, yep. guys. Um, but I could see Massey doing it. I could see Brat doing it. Whoever else tries to court you I for could, 2020. I, I could see Jim Jordan doing it if Kevin McCarthy's in charge. Right? But... I'm also not that as well known as maybe people think. You got either. You're narrowing the net. You got to widen the net. This thing is so revelatory. You may be getting. I use the term loosely. This is why I asked. You may be getting a shout out from the likes of Nancy Pelosi. My point. You know. You know. We want the audience to buy this book, right? I'm pointing out that they might be pointing out. It could come from anywhere. This is about the truth, right? I'm just saying a, a mention. That's why I asked a mere mention. You may getting picked. She's too toxic. I mean, it could come from anywhere where they just say, because you point out where everybody, including yourself. Right. Yeah. That's my point. We're being honest. Yeah, Can no, we be no, honest no, no, nobody gets, including me. Nobody escapes this book unscathed. Yes. Because when I wrote this book, and by the way, it's available for pre-sales right now on Amazon.com, released January 15th. Uh, when, I, when I wrote this book, I, I wrote it at a time that we weren't sure what our contractual status was going to be. And you know, I remember a conversation I had several years ago with Michelle Bachman when she was running for president. 
and she was kind of getting to the end of her run. Her campaign was starting to implode after such a promising start. And she called me at home one night and implored me to get off. I had not endorsed a candidate, kind of implored me to get off the sidelines and support her candidacy. And in the hopes that if, if I brought my network of, you know, associates and activists around the state, I know if I, if I deployed them or encouraged them, then that could help to reboot her campaign. And I told her, I don't know why you think I can help you win if you don't believe you can win. And she asked me, what, what, what would show you, you that you believe I can win? And I told her, I want to see you go for broke. I want, I want you and Marcus to take this evening and sit around and think, if this, is, if this campaign is the last time we have a platform with the country to drop bombs, what scores need settled, who needs called out, I want to see you go for broke because I think that's the kind of effort it's going to take for you to reboot a campaign that's that's imploded like yours has. And of course, she never took that advice and I didn't endorse her. But I got to thinking when I wasn't sure contractually if, if I was going to have to do another line of work, you know, I didn't want to leave this arena with things unsaid. I was fine. If I got if it was time, my time in this arena was done. I've done my tour of duty. If it turns out I'm not good enough and we can't grow enough in popularity. We all knew going in, this is cap capitalism. There's no guaranteed outcomes, right? We're growing men here. We'll be disappointed, but you know, responsibility calls. We'll find other means and motives and methods of feeding our families and live the rest of our lives. I just didn't want to exit stage left, leaving anything unsaid. No wasted ammo. You guys have heard me say that to how many yeah. people you've heard me consult over the years? How many times you heard me say that, Todd? Right. Don't take any ammo home with you. Yes. You can't, no wasted ammo. So I wrote this book at a time I wasn't sure we were going to be doing this a year later. And I, and, and I wasn't sure how much longer I'd have a platform where I could get people's attention. And so I was going to say everything that needed to be said so that if I walked away and everybody said, we don't have enough of an audience, we can't market you, you're just too controversial, too edgy, you know, we appreciate your convictions, but they don't sell. Yes. Good luck to you. And I'd be fine with it, provided I fired off every last piece of ammo I had. And that's what this book is. And so no one is unscathed, including its author. And right? that's a lot of necessary flesh on the bone because for a second there you looked at me like, what are you doing here, dude? But that's what, that's just what I mean. <laughs> I did give you the, what you're talking about, Willis. That Look, person I did. isn't yes. going to come there aspirationally <laughs> saying, boy, I got to give this Steve Dace another. But the, I, I mean, I was, I happened to be here in the room when you did the audio version of one chapter, when you, when you unveil a story about yourself in the arena, yeah. mm-hmm. that was most people period would not do so publicly. I, that, that's all I'm saying. And people, if that's the reason this book was written, that's one of the main themes I kept echoing when, as you had me edit it, as you, as you wrote it, yeah. I kept pointing it back to it's why if this book is a success, it'll because it isn't tribal. That's my point. And, it and dispenses okay. with that. I can see that. Okay. All right. That's it. That is it. All right, Aaron, we've talked enough. you have any final thoughts? You know, um, I want to go back and uh, just, I, I find it really odd that Todd assumed that I put frou-frou crap in my drink, and then like two minutes later, he's holding on a proposition. You're, you're still pissed about the Wisconsin-Iowa game, aren't you? <laughs> what game? <laughs> oh, I just got a text from, uh, from my niece. That's very nice. Say what? <laughs> Never mind. I thought you took it black. Which is why I did, and I know black coffee can't that can't that can't go bad. You can sit that in a gas station in the middle of Nebraska yeah. that's been burnt, and it's yeah, it's still coffee, man. Yeah. So no, I was just I thought I was wrong. 
you're I, I had you pegged as a black coffee drinking guy. Todd, you know, there's nothing you can you can do. He to is save yourself. about the uh, <laughs> nothing you need to make that game right, Todd. <laughs> nothing. You could lose two other, or three other than times. disown no. your Wisconsin fandom, there's nothing yeah. you can do to make it right. He's like the Democrats. Slit your throat or nothing. No negotiation. Yes. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in here today. If you like our podcast, click like or subscribe. We do appreciate those of you that do that for us. Uh, and uh, also leave us a positive review if you like it as well. Thanks to all of you that have done so. John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like it, you